warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back, you guys. So, what have you guys all been up to since the last episode? Honestly, these days I've been listening to lots of Joe Rogan, especially with Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, is a well-known astrophysicist. And I've been reading a lot about space too. So, do you guys have any idea, anything you want to share about it? Uh, the last thing that I checked about space was uh, something regarding the delay of uh, SpaceX uh, due to some medical issue, but I didn't yeah. follow up much about it. Same. Yeah. But it was a good... It was a weird situation, to be honest, because everyone knew that SpaceX is a big company and it might, it will reach a level that we might even, I won't say forget, but SpaceX will become bigger than NASA. I mean, uh, technically speaking, uh, NASA is run by SpaceX. If you could follow up about uh, Blue Origin and uh, SpaceX, okay. they got into some uh, law issues and uh, SpaceX won, uh, won uh, Blue Origin's over NASA, so uh, when you talk about it, uh, it's already there, like it's already beyond. Ah, I didn't know that. Mm. So I didn't know that. So the thing is about, since you are talking about space, uh, one thing that popped up in my mind, I remember one conversation that we had, uh, it was like the uh, the black holes. Uh, yeah, so especially with, yeah, the one when it comes to time, time traveling, time reversing, I find that really fascinating. First of all, Celia, the other day you talked about wormholes. Could you explain that again? I mean, uh, I'm not sure if we talked about wormholes uh, in the previous episodes. And if we did, then we are apologizing. No, it was about the last conversation that we had. Yeah, so yeah. basically, uh, I, I, would, I would leave this one to Al-Maktar because it's more of his speciality. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think, uh, as far as my understanding with one horse is basically it's a curvature in the space-time fabric where you basically move from one space uh, or one position in space-time to another position and the wormhole is basically like a tunnel that connects you between two positions. That's as far as my understanding of wormholes. But do you guys have any idea about how does speed of light act in the like during or inside those areas? In this case, uh, what I know about uh, wormholes is that you're moving through space. Okay. Yeah, if uh, that is to summarize uh, what Al-Maktar was speaking. So in this case, you can move uh, through space and uh, I don't know how to relate it with time. You see, one thing I was uh, actually listening, I was reading a lot about uh, time dilation. And the really fascinating thing is, as you guys know, speed is relative to everything. Yeah. Which is, uh, so speed is relative to the object that's moving, which is why when you're in your car, let's say you're driving 100 kilometers and you see a tree next to you, you pass it by. So you're moving, no, the tree is moving 100 kilometers in the opposite direction relative to you. But that does not apply when we're talking about light. Speed of light is constant and nothing can change it. So the cool thing I read was that uh, uh, space and time change to adapt to the speed of light because it's the fastest thing like in the, in the universe. So what that means is, uh, theoretically speaking, if you can get closer, the closer you are to the speed of light, the slower time moves. And at some point... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. First of all, this that is does make sense mind. because like light has the fastest speed for something. Yeah. So yeah, like, yes. the, the faster you are, the more you see. Uh, time just a point slow. of correction. Uh, if you've heard about Lawrence Krauss, he says there's one thing that uh, academic curriculum is going wrong about speed of uh, speed of light. Uh, we are always told that nothing goes faster than light mm -hmm. in case of speed, but. According to him, again, you have to pass it straight, like a lawyer. Nothing moves through space faster than light. In this case, space can do whatever the hell it wants. Because when space decides to move, it can move beyond the speed of light. And uh, I think that's part of the reason why we are witnessing the expanding of the, of the, the universe. universe. Yeah. Because through that one, uh, they, use, uh, they use the measure of the wavelength. So 
in this case uh, if you guys know about doppler effect yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so there's a doppler effect in sound whereby when you are standing still and uh, let's say there's a car or a train coming towards you you'll hear it just before at a higher frequency just before it reaches you and when it passes you then uh, if you could take the same distance you would find there's a difference that is the doppler effect but for the case of light it's uh, it's difference because uh, for the case of sound you measure the frequency for the case of light you measure the wavelength so how do we witness that the universe is expanding basically you measure the wavelength of light and uh, in this case the largest wavelength is uh, red in color so when you see the uh, when you could mark some stars you could, uh, let's say, mark them today with, uh, and they have a Doppler shift, which is uh, violet in color, which is a shorter yeah, wavelength. Something like a purple, yeah, violet. Yeah, yeah, violet is purple. Violet purple, it's, but it's lighter. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah so when, uh, when you can measure the, when you can mark those stars, which, marked, uh, which had a, a violet uh, Doppler shift, and after some time you'd come to track them, you get to notice that the more time progresses, the more they move towards the the red, and that shows how the that universe is expanding, expanding because yeah. you get to see the difference in the wavelength between the violet color and the red color. So yeah, the color it. red means like the stars, the distance between the stars, for yeah, some the stars, the wavelength is higher. It's higher, yeah. Yeah. So that that means the universe has expanded, like even a little bit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Even actually, another thing is how they calculate the age of the universe itself is by doing, uh, as you said, space does whatever the hell it wants. But uh, speed of light. Now, what was? Uh, can you can you repeat the your quote again, Lawrence Krauss? Yeah, yeah. So uh, nothing moves through space faster than light. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But space itself. Because it's that environment, yeah. it can do whatever the hell it wants. So in this case, if light is moving at uh, 300 million meters per second, and you have uh, and you have space, and you know the universe is expanding, if it gets to the point where the universe expands faster beyond the speed of light, which means space gets to expand faster, and in this case, light wouldn't be able to catch up with the speed of uh, of space, space yeah. I don't know if I go to uh, yeah, 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 well, right. yeah that also explains why uh, each time uh, how can I say this uh, they measure the expansion of the universe they can see it that's how they got to the point like they understood like yo this big bag uh, I would call the big bang big thing bang happened thing. Enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah so they do that by uh, doing those calculations that you that they mentioned but the freaky thing, actually, the cool thing is, since we can only see what uh, what light reaches us from the edge of the universe, there is no limit to it until now. And then there's another thing, uh, dark matter. Uh, does anyone have an idea about it? No. So, uh, I have a few knowledge. I have a little bit of uh, insight. About what I know is that some, some scientists or even people call it the god matter. Uh, you see, the cool thing about yeah. it, I think why they call it that no, is because... No, that's a, that's, a, that's a kind of a different concept. If I no, it's the same, actually. Because like... uh, uh, the the god matter is the Higgs boson, is the matter that creates matter. Yeah. Yeah, but for dark matter, because uh, if you know, like, the energy in the universe is, uh, is equal to zero, it's so to energy zero, is yeah. conserved, it's yeah. just, uh, it's changed from one form to another, but it... Uh, like there's no new energy, basically. So from that one, if the calculations go right, in which uh, in this case I don't know the depth of the calculations and how they did it, but I know that uh, if you calculate the mass of the universe, then you find there's a missing, there there is matter which is missing. Yeah. And in this case, that's when they came to evaluate about uh, dark matter. So it's the matter that it's there. But it cannot, it cannot ah, be seen. It's like a filler. It's like it's it's within our universe, but, but we cannot see. Yeah, it. we cannot uh, know exactly where it is. It can be calculated, but 
Yeah. Uh, the cool thing is it accounts for uh, 85% of the universe, but scientists don't really, actually nobody really knows what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> My question is, is dark matter the same as antimatter? Antimatter, to be honest, uh, this term is new to me. Yeah. I've heard of the term antimatter, but I, I don't know. I haven't followed up about it. Uh, it could be the same thing. Wait, I have a question too. Did you just say filler? Like there is a filler in space? Yeah, there might be. As what, in filling the space. Filler is like something that fulfills. Because for the, for the equation of energy to get to zero, there is, a mis- there is missing matter. Yeah. That uh, it has to be taken into account. Otherwise, yeah. all the calculations and the laws of physics. Even when it comes, to, for example, I don't know. It's this concept for what it's. I think the gravity nine point eight, and some people consider it's ten. Yeah. So why why did the people like some of them they consider it as ten? So the the zero point two and that is actually it's like a filler. Oh, they add that yeah. so that they can get yeah, ten. Something sense. similar to that. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, one weird thing in this universe is gravity. So until this day, scientists are still struggling to define what gravity is. Weird thing? You think gravity is weird? Yeah, for me, yeah. Yeah. actually, I don't know what gravity is. That's, that's so, gravity, 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 is gravity. so gravity <laughs> can be calculated, but then uh, it is calculated. Like yes, it is calculated. But understanding gravity as a whole, because uh, what we know, like within our Earth, we have gravitational acceleration. That is the one that you get 9.8. Yeah. But gravity is a whole new concept, uh, not a new concept, like it's been there. Uh, so gravity over, over, overall is the, fourth, uh, it is the force between two particles which have mass. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So it's not that it's the, it, it only happens here between our Earth and, let's say, the Sun. No. Even if we have two particles, uh, let's say, uh, two particles and bring them closer to each other, they have some level of gravity, but it's very low. I don't know if you guys get it. They have some yeah. level of gravity, maybe like Gravi- some level of chemistry yeah. or connection or something. Gravity. Because gravity is like just... No, that is gravitational acceleration of the Earth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, physics, you have to pass it straight, like a lawyer. Like a lawyer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gravity is a force, and I think you, as a AGO student, you had it in your first year, gravity. Yeah, so yeah. gravity, we know that larger masses attract smaller, smaller masses. That's yeah. why the moon is rotating around the Earth. But why is that? Why is larger masses attracting smaller masses? Actually, I, really I, was li- I was listening to, uh, uh, what's his name, Neil deGrasse Tyson was actually talking about this point. But the thing is, he said exactly what you just said. Scientists know how gravity acts. They know how it works and the rules and whatever it is and the calculations. But still, till now, nobody really knows what gravity actually is. Yeah. And that that's... It's low-key terrifying, but it's actually cool. I mean, like, what I remember when they taught us physics at school, gravity is a force that, like, balances Earth and the whole solar system and everything. Yes, yeah. but yeah. the thing is... That is gravitational force, you see? Gravitational okay. Yeah, force. but the thing is, why yeah. does it work like that? Yeah. Why or how? Why? We know how. Yeah. We know yeah. the how. Okay. Yeah. But why? But why? Because it has to balance the Earth and all of its objects. No. Oh. And actually, if I could correct myself, like gravitational force is the is the wider force. The one that we have here on Earth is uh, is gravity or gravitational uh, acceleration due to gravity. Yeah, but the whole force is the gravitational force. Like that is like uh, is like the main component. Uh, is like the main thing. And then uh, these other forms of gravity, like let's say gravitational acceleration of the Earth. Is nine point eight, and on the moon yeah. is one sixth of that. Yeah, but the whole force is gravitational force. Uh, what I remember in high school is that uh, there was kind of uh, how could you relate between acceleration, uh, no, like gravitational force, and uh, gravitational force and electro electromagnetism, and uh, you could see one one of the differences is that for for electromagnetism, you must have two poles uh, which are opposite to each yeah, other yeah. Uh, for mm. attraction. But for the case of uh, 
gravitational force, it's always an attractive force. It's not a repelling. Huh. Yeah. But I think you're contradicting yourself when you say on Earth we have gravity and gravitational force. Uh, gravitational force is overall. Yeah. Is overall. Yeah. 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 So and even the gravity, even the... the gravity on Earth is part of the gravitational force. I don't know if you got. I think that. gravitational force is part of gravity. No. How could it be the other way around? So, you know forces, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in forces. You, uh, you, you can. You have different types of forces, so you can have uh, pull, push, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to, or yeah, I don't want to go basically into details. But then among the forces, you have gravitational force, and through gravitational force, you have gravity. I don't know if you if you get it now. I think I get it. Yeah, because gravity is the acceleration. For me, the, the topic about gravity, for me, I can compare to the topic when we are talking about souls, like our mm -hmm. soul. Because, Sam, no one knows what a soul is. We know that inside us, when we die, it just goes out. Yeah, I mean, so even, in the, even in the Quran, uh, like uh, Allah says, uh, and like the, the soul belongs to him. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, yeah, so we don't know what that is. I don't know. No science can talk no about one. it. So I it's remember, only Allah that knows. I remember, I don't know, there's a story that I heard or I've been told to by my grandparents. Like there were some doctors in the hospital. There was someone who was about to die. They they connected to a machine. It says, I don't know, it's like an extraction machine. They tried to extract the soul. But how can you extract something how, you that cannot you extra physical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of, we don't yeah, know anything about so physical. Or? So their logic was that a soul is a gas. How could it be a gas? I don't know. Okay, if it is a gas, then yeah. do animals have souls? Yes. I mean, but it's not a gas. Like, yeah, I mean, it's been explained very properly in the Quran. And when you read details, it, you like you exactly. could understand more. But you no can... science could like explain it till now very well. And the thing about the Quran, I mean, yes, they explained a lot of things. A lot of things. So the thing, some things they explain, but vaguely. Yeah. In a vague way, so that we as humans are going to open our minds, we're going to try to understand and learn more about them. Yes, yeah. And after, even like when they finished, discovered this and that, and they discovered that, oh, it's been said thousands of years before in the Quran. And since we Actually, are reading, I have a book about this. So. Ah, that's really good. And you know something that um, when Thomas Edison invented the bulb, mm -hmm. actually, I don't know which surah is it, it is, but I mean, there are some verses which are describing. The bulb, how is it shaped? How does it work? In details. So imagine if Edison was a Muslim and he read the Quran, he would have invented it from first try. Yeah. It took them 1,000 tries, so. Yeah, one thing is that uh, it doesn't go that way. Like, because even from the Quran, uh, there are some verses, a lot of them, that uh, you wouldn't manage to just interpret them straight yeah. away. Like uh, Sheikh Imran Hussein uh, calls them Ayat Mutashabihan. Yes. And yeah, I, so they need actual interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you can't use Quran to explain theories. You can use it as a reference. Maybe. Or you can take facts in real source. life and... Work them out. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's like theory. it's like if you are if you let's say you are sentenced, we get we give you a formula. Yeah. So we need to most of the formulas they're ex, they're extractions of formulas already been written. Yeah. Like for example, I remember I don't know which um, in physics I don't it's about velocity. There were three formulas that were extra, extracted from the form of velocity, the main one. Yeah. I don't know which. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's. I don't like know the those uh, Newton's equations of uh, motion. Yeah, and, similar to uh, that. Like it all starts with uh, velocity is equal to the starting distance, uh, the uh, final distance minus the initial distance divided by time. Then from there, all all the formulas regarding velocity, acceleration, and and final velocity, you could say they they all kind of uh, came from there. Yeah. I mean, also, I think this is where faith and like, not yeah, I mean, like when you believe, like you have to believe because just because you don't see some things, 
doesn't mean it's not it there. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Do you see electrons? No. No, no but we know they are there. You flip on the switch, yeah. the light goes like even on. You can't see. Oh, oh my God. You can't see your own brain. <laughs> yeah. You see other people's brain, but you can't see your own brain. But that doesn't mean that's not there. It's, uh, there is like a nice... It's like uh, common sense, if you guys could think. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Everybody has a brain. A brain is just some sort of, uh, yeah, of matter, okay. you could say. And, yeah. But common sense... Where, where mm. is common sense? Mm. Like there's an actual video from Vsauce talking about common sense <laughs> because you cannot see it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, so if somebody tells you to describe, how does it look like? Yeah, mm. exactly. And one of the things also, so there was this question where imagine you are sitting uh, next to a robot and you can't differentiate whether if it's a robot or a human, then you might as well believe that it's a human. So if you can't really tell the difference that it's a robot or a human, you might as well say, oh, it's a human. So if you can't really prove that uh, uh, you don't have a soul, you might as well have a soul. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point since you mentioned about robot because exactly one of my friends, like there's a video game called Detroit Become Human. It's about your acting like your the protagonist is a robot. Yeah. Okay, and it's like you will read into a revolution of robots. They want their own rights. They want their own. They want equality, basically, when it comes to AIs, robots, and humans. So he t- he couldn't. He didn't want to play the game because he said, "How can I? How can I play this game? How can I have emotions toward a robot? It's a piece. It's basically a plastic metal, a piece of. It's a machine." Yeah. But I told him, like, if you open your mind, if you didn't know that this this thing is a robot, you'd have had emotions to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like what you said. Yeah. He didn't have emotions towards the robot, or the robot did not. Have no, he, he as a player, uh-huh. he did not. He couldn't connect with the robot because he oh. knew it's a how come how come a robot will will lead into a revolu- will lead a revolution. Okay. I mean, uh, one thing about uh, about AI in general is that uh, at first a computer or a machine knows nothing. Then you feed. Yeah, it. there's something uh, like in in AI. There's uh, something in machine learning called called supervised learning, supervised learning where you yeah. feed it with data and then you you it teach it. Like the the most basic example is about cats and dogs. Yeah. So at first you tell it uh, this is a cat, this is a dog, and you feed it with more data and uh, like the data has to be kind of. You uh, feed the cats and dogs data. No, no, not the no, cats. You feed the, the machine. machine. Oh. Yeah. This cat and dog is just an example. Like okay, we yeah. computer scientists will have to use. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you feed the machine with data of uh, it could be photos. Because if you are a human being and they bring you a cat and a dog, uh, could you differentiate from you? Of course. Ah, okay. But then machines machines cannot do that. But I think they can because it's no, very obvious. Can, no, just look at no, it. They a different example. Let's say you have you have a children, a oh, child, a child. Okay. A child. Will it be able to differentiate between a dog and a cat? I mean, it's quite obvious. So no, for for you it's obvious, but for the child, because you oh, learn. Okay, yes, yeah, because true. you learn. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Same with machines. Okay. So yeah, so that is uh, supervised learning. You feed it with data and tell it, yeah, this is uh, this is a run, this is a cat, <laughs> <laughs> this is a dog. <laughs> and uh, so for the other part, it's called unsupervised learning. And uh, you leave the robot to learn, so by, learn itself. by itself. Yeah. So the robot doesn't know anything. You just feed it with random data of dogs and cats. And try to connect the okay. dots. And then uh, let the machine do its thing. It will do some sort of a classification. Like uh, these are, uh, they look similar. And the others, yeah. yeah these true. also, they fall into another category. Mm. Yeah. So the more data you feed, the more accurate uh, it becomes. So when it comes to robotics, like we were saying, I think with unsupervised learning and uh, I think the level of uh, how the level of AI is progressing, it might get to that point that where they, they might actually de- demand their rights. Yeah, that's true. I they're the next. Yeah. Robots might demand, demand yeah. their rights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, because unsupervised emotion. learning, it uh, does everything it wants. Which means it learns, right? It learns by itself, unsupervised. It learns by itself. Which means, uh, this is my theory, 
I think it can get to a point where it can fool us. It can fool humans. But I think it's it will get. In our last episode with uh, Mr. Fahad Al-Abri, where he said there's emotional value and yeah. And I don't think robots have emotional value. They will have when you feed it. Not yet. Science, Science, not yet. Like exactly. You don't think. Singularity. That's what researchers call it. Just like what happens when you are inside a black hole. They call it singularity because nobody knows what happens. Yeah, yeah. because you just see Time a white is, light. Yeah. So it's the same concept when it comes to robots, when they have consciousness or emotions. That's what they like to call it singularity because nobody knows what's really going to happen. The, the term robots have consciousness just scared me. <laughs> exactly. Believe me. Uh, Believe because me. we don't know if they actually have. Yeah. So, okay, we think... Or we tend to think, well, we would like to think that they have no emotions. But what if they do? What if trees also have emotions, but we cannot detect uh, the emotions? No, I think trees are living organisms. So, yes, I think they why have don't emotions. You, why don't you What's consider emotion? robot also as a living organism? Robot, because it's man-made. Man-made. Trees are not man-made. I know, but maybe that man-made thing will have emotion eventually. Yeah, even if you it might have... be, even if it might be some sort of... Uh, artificial but maybe it might get there i mean it's not good to look at robots as uh, just being their own species yeah. because there is also another possibility which is that if we merge with robots what just like with Neuralink and what elon musk is trying to do which is basically inserting just, chips installing a chip in, a in, your, in your brain and it basically uh, Make generates your... bolses yeah so oh, it's good for people with uh, memory loss and parkinson's see now imagine if the human dna actually starts adapting to the existence of such okay. chips in your brain so you eventually become merged with the robot okay, you become a can, cyborg i think we can accept robots living between us but i don't think we can call them humans i don't, I don't think no, that, i know i know i, I no, can agree with that this, this billionaire elon musk i don't think him Planning to put chips in people's head uh, is working out very well. As people are crazy, scared people are very excited. I people mean, are scared about that. If, <laughs> if Bill Gates would say something like that, everyone would freak out. But Elon, I mean, uh, Elon, some Elon people is... worship him. No, yeah, but he said this, and now people are thinking that's the that's the work towards the future. That's why they're scared to take the vaccination. See, I hope I put two and two together. No, I you see, you really you overestimate mm-hmm. the logic of some people. Yeah, a human instinct to be feared, like to fear new things in life, just like with the internet at the beginning of the Fear internet changes. here. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the nature of, of this universe. You know, change is the ruling state. So, okay, but course. not this kind of change. No, let, me, mean, let uh, me tell you something. Maybe a nine year old would disagree with you. Because you have already lived and you have seen this, but the nine-year-old who already since living with an iPad and with technology and internet, of course, I would like a chip in my head. Why not? I mean, I could play video games uh, just from the... Yeah, just imagine the possibilities. You won't be forgetting anything. You can upload your thoughts into the cloud. Yeah, there is positives to it. But there's also negative that that chip is always Everything has a positive and a negative. Here's the thing. Change will not happen instantly like this. Exactly. In anything, if you change a whole system, like instantly with no gradual, like um, gradual change, People not accept it. Just imagine. Uh, let's let's go back to the nineties, for example. Let's say Elon Musk established Tesla, the electric cars back then. Will people have accepted it? I think so. No, believe me, yeah. no, because they are used to petrol, petrol cars running with petrol. Same with autonomous vehicles. Why are we not seeing autonomous vehicles right now? There, there might be, but people will not accept it. What accept is it. it. What is an autonomous vehicle? A, a vehicle that uh, yeah, self-drive. There car. is. Tesla there is. Okay, is. let me give you an example. Let uh, me give I, you. A, I can give a, a simple example from the smartphones. So at first, the smartphones uh, were just uh, kind of connected, so like a cable passes uh, yeah. all over the place, and yeah, for people to communicate, that was the way. Then mobile phones were brought. And uh, from mobile phones, then you could communicate with someone of, uh, yeah, kilometers away. And then smartphones came. Okay, when smartphones emerged, like who, would, uh, like if you, you, if you had uh, introduced the thought, like let's say in the 90s, 
that people would be able to send uh, photos to each other or yeah, that kind of music. thing. Do you think anybody would have believed you? But it just goes gradually. It's a stay, like it's some sort of a process. It keeps going and going. And I don't know where technology might get us to, but uh, that's how we are here today. Yeah. If I go back to the autonomous vehicle thing, if I show you a car with no steering wheel, will you drive it? No. Why? Because there's no steering wheel. But if I show you an autonomous vehicle, the same car, but with a steering wheel, will you drive it? Yeah, why? Because there's a steering because wheel. There's also some self-control. You have control, you have control yeah. exactly. So that's why no one, even Elon Musk himself, will, will not introduce an autonomous vehicle right now because people, they're still, they're not ready for it. Mm. So he's gradually going to that direction, introducing electrical vehicles. And then we'll introduce like, even Teslas. Teslas, they, uh, they, they only have a, a steer, steering wheel, a screen, and that's it. Yeah. They so they want to eliminate. You have to be aware because yeah, they want to eliminate. It happens. Yeah, it's ha- I mean, yeah. Uh, they they happen, and uh, that's what I'm, that's what we are kind of uh, discussing about. Because right now we are slowly submitting our lives to robots. Because self-driving yeah. is basically it's robots. They are trained. They are doing this because thing. robots. It's not necessary that a robot is that thing that has With to move. Yeah. yeah, every time someone no. says robot, that what's yeah. come. But, what, yeah, what the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. robot can be a, yeah an Machines. algorithm. Yes. So basically, uh, like for the case of self-driving vehicles. Yeah, they, they just try to feed it with more data and uh, just increase the levels of accuracy. And it will reach a time where robots are the things that will be driving us. So you just get into a car and uh, yeah, just pick your destination and there you go. Even you smart, to do smart cities. So when robots take over and uh, <laughs> if they can get to if they get to a level that they can fool us, then yeah, yeah it can. Yeah, it's so, over. It's over for the human race. And one thing is that we cannot, we cannot, uh, we cannot go back to the past and and say, let's say, uh, let's say to avoid technology. No, the only way that we can do is just like Al-Maktar said, we live with them. We adapt. Yeah, we can merge. And that's the reason we're having our smartphones. I mean, we can coexist. They're already on exchange. But, yeah. but don't take it like to a whole other level where we don't do anything and just sit there and they do everything. It I mean, might happen. It might happen. That's, that's why, unfortunate. Yeah. That's why, that's why, don't you see smart homes these days? Smart city, even the term smart cities. I would like to term. live in a smart yeah. city. Yeah. yeah. That would be interesting. See, it's interesting, but basically yeah. the city will do everything for you. Yeah, that's what I don't like. You see, one, one thing is what I think why people fear the idea of uh, AI improving to a point where robots have their own self-consciousness is because humans uh, tend to... You always, when you think of it, you think of if they have their own consciousness, what's going to happen? The They'll first dominant. Thing, exactly, exactly. The first thing yeah. that comes to mind is we're screwed, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, what I think is this is just because it's a... Also, if you think about aliens, people, uh, of course, aliens is just, uh, it's a very, uh, what's the word? Broad? General. It's, uh, general. Yeah, it's uh, not not a lot of people agree about the existence of them, blah, blah, blah. But the thing I is, believe in that. it's the same idea. When you think aliens. of aliens, you always think of them as coming here and killing invade. us. And invade. Yeah. Invade us, yeah. But that's all a mind projection. That's all a projection of what human nature is, which is why once you see these uh, shisma, uh, aliens, you always get the idea that if they come here, they're going to kill us. Because yeah. that's what humans normally do. That's our perception towards exactly. aliens. Because yeah, that's our reality. Just look at, here. look at animals, animals and humans. Exactly. Like there's millions of endangered species dying. Like, And we have know, the white rhino extinct. Yeah, and yeah, the white polar bears becoming extinct. Yeah, amphibians too. Amphibians are dying. So, like, like uh, when we talk about those creatures that are going extinct, has evolution stopped that there aren't any new creatures you mean that the are being creations or creations? I believe yeah. that we've created and we've destroyed. I think you mean cre- creations. You said creatures going Not extinct. Not creatures, creatures. No. Not creatures. Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 I think we're, de- we're destroying. <laughs> we're destroying. <laughs> We're destroying at a rate that's exceeding the evolution rate. That's what I think is going on. But, but you yeah. see, 
just give it a few more years then we'll have a tournament I think alien. I used to think aliens existed too, but it's like I need hardcore proof and evidence. Like, what did you see that made you think of this? You sound like my grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) I need a physical proof. There is no soul. There's. I mean, sure. I I believe in uh, aliens because it's stated in the Quran too. Where? Uh, There is actually a verse which says, so yeah. there are creatures out there in which we don't know. Even okay, don't yeah. know they we don't exist. need to, we, we don't need to go just far. like Jews yeah, and Majus. Jews and Majus. Yeah, Do you know them? We, we you know them? that they exist. We haven't yes, seen them, but exist. because it says, but it, yeah, there's no yeah. higher. Can you describe it? Specifically exist. But he said, can you describe it? No, you cannot describe it. But what they exist? We haven't seen them. Then why is it hard? Uh, why is it so hard? Because to the Quran believe? said. That they exist, but the Quran hasn't said that aliens specifically exist. No, but you see, the thing is, the Quran it's a six hundred something page book, which, which in it is the whole history of the universe. It cannot, it just cannot be specific about everything that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I really like what you just said, Mukhtar. I've never really thought of it that way. And yeah. coming to the point of the Jews and Majus, just a brief description that I read the other day, just to follow up on Mukhtar's statement. So. These guys, uh, first of all, uh, they're di- they differ in size. They're a whole tribe. But they are, uh, I think uh, we met, we discussed the other day that they're actually human. Because of so the fact that... It's kind of, it's kind, it's kind of, a, it's kind of a mixed thing because we don't know them, but we try to speculate about them. So they might be humans. Like there's one guy who tried to give his justification of why he thinks Juj and Majuj are humans. But on the other hand, we don't know about them. So what type of creatures are they? I also think people might get confused between like the creatures that we don't know exist, also the fantasy creatures, like it, mermaids. It might happen. It I might. Think might you know, I used to believe that mermaids exist. I think they do exist, but not in the way we think because they do. Because something. So have yeah. you seen them? I saw a picture one, yes. But was uh, it a real picture or fake? Yeah, it really? Are you sure it's not a cosplay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's Rania. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. What did you see? Mermaid. A mermaid. Oh. But it wasn't like how we see them. Why is it difficult for you to believe in aliens? Because I used to believe in them, but then I was but like, well, there's no proof. Here's something that I can tell you about. If I ask you, what's an alien for you? How can you describe, describe an alien, like in your own imagination? Yeah. Green, slimy. Exactly, that's the person. An alien can be a small piece of maybe a rice, maybe rice. Just hold one rice, one piece of rice. It it might be a piece of rice. It might be maybe it might be something that we live with. Maybe some a part of your body. Yeah. So Al Mukhtar, not to not to cut you off because you had started talking a little bit about aliens. Could you tell us more of your thoughts about them? Or your yes. grandma's thoughts since, you, uh, <laughs> since we yeah, you guys should sit together maybe we <laughs> share really good things in common um, I mean sure uh, for example uh, when did we know that uh, light for example we can see seven colors so uh, when you have like this uh, prism yeah a prism and you can see all different colors but we don't see that right we just see a sun ray and it's just one color yeah and you know you could take like a glass and you'll see all the colors yeah, yeah exactly. like that's what he said like the like we always uh, we always knew about white color but then when a prism was brought and uh, light was passed through the prism it kind of got then we uh, discovered the what, what's, yeah. what's a prism it's a prism, like some sort like of a, a triangular glass. glass. Yeah, triangular oh, glass. A triangle. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. It's called a triangle. So it's prism. basically a matter of uh, perception. They could be here, but we don't sense them. I mean, if you guys have been following up, I don't know, uh, probably in 2018 or 2019, there was a video that was uh, posted, I think, in the USCIA uh, that showed like... Uh, uh, what they call an extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial mm-hmm. something, yeah. yeah, which is basically like uh, a vessel that looks like a, a like, ship, like, like a cigar or something, oh. uh, like a like a pill, right? And it can basically move around really fast. And this is like a a video that that has been posted from an official 
government. So, yeah, um, like basically in 2020, the Pentagon itself admitted that, uh, yeah, they, they, they released some, some feeds about extraterrestrial objects that were kind of surprising. Can you please explain this extraterrestrial terrestrial objects in case someone doesn't understand them? Like such as yeah, something like out of this world. Out of, yeah. Like yeah. supernatural. Yeah, aliens. That's a terrestrial. Yeah. Is that? So, I mean, if and you look at a physics, uh, physics professor, he's, he's a Jewish professor. I don't remember his name, but he was also hosted in Joe Rogan. And he talked about one object and, and he talked about that object and he says he thinks this isn't a regular object because... Uh, uh, at first, scientists thought it was a it was some sort of a comet, but then a comet. Among the characteristics, I think Rania should know this as a AGO student, that it must have a tail, like a glowing tail. But that one was moving very fast, and it didn't have a tail, and it vanished. It's called Amu Amu. Oh, okay. If you could if you could look that thing up, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, what 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 was his name? Uh, he's something Lloyd. Where? On the Joe Rogan. Yeah. Bob Lazar podcast with Joe Rogan. Yeah, you could listen to Bob Lazar also. Yeah. He talked he, he talked about this because uh, he's among the people who worked in. He was uh, like a smarty guy who was able to actually put a jet engine in his, uh, I think, Honda. Car. Yeah, really. And he used Wait, to drive not on his motorbike. Uh, no, on why his car. Just, why did I think motorbike as well for some reason? And he used to take was... this. Uh, this is according to him to take this into university or wherever he works. <laughs> his <laughs> name is Evie Lloyd. If yeah. you wanna, if you wanna check him out, okay. the professor. He talks and he has a book actually about uh, this kind of stuff. Then we get to Bob Lazar. Yeah. Wait, did you finish your story? I'm sorry. Yeah, we are talking yeah. about the same guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so nice. uh, Mukhtar talked about uh, Bob Lazar. Just imagine the brains of a person who would put a, the engine of a, of a rocket in his uh, car. In his car. I'm trying to think about his financial. I'm trying to think of the sound that Damn. engine makes. Not only yeah. the engine. How did it? How did that engine fit yeah. around there? Exactly. You can take it everywhere you go. Now, how good. did that engine? Fit? So according to his story, after this, he was contacted by like a, a private agency or whatever to work in a place. Uh, uh, it's really known. It's in uh, the state of Nevada in the U.S. called uh, Area 51. Oh, which is legendary area. Yeah. We love so that area. He said he worked in the S-4 in Area 51 and uh, he basically worked on uh, a flying object. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call this round UFO? Saucer. Yeah, saucer. Flying saucer. And uh, he was there basically to try to figure out how it works. And one of the things that he said that uh, it has anti-gravity uh, uh, technology and wow. He said that it uses fuel, which is out of this world. It's called Element 115. Element 115. And he was working on this in the 80s. And it wasn't actually proven that Element 115, it wasn't added to the periodic table until 2014 in uh, CERN. You know CERN? CERN, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they were basically able to collide to, I think, two electrons. And in really split up. I don't know, uh, less than milliseconds, maybe, uh, they were able to actually say that this element exists and it was added to the periodic table. Well, what is this element again? It's uh, called element 115. Yeah, so by the time he was, describing, he was describing it, all the scientists were kind of uh, trying to cover it up and say, like, this thing doesn't exist. Ah, they tried to deny it. Yeah, yeah. they tried to deny it. Uh, he talked about uh, the basis 4. Everyone denied it. After some time, uh, yeah, reports came out, and it turns out there's uh, Bezos 4. As it turns out, element 115 was already there. And uh, as time progresses, uh, everything just keeps uh, revealing. The element, like when you say 115, that's like the position in the periodic table. What's so the, the atomic number. The atomic number. Oh, okay. Atomic number, right? 
Yeah, it's the same. No. I think it's the same, right? No, I need some revision on chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> no. We all do. It's Mechanics, uh, especially as a computer science student, I forgot about my chemistry. Yeah, yeah. kind of rushed. The only chemistry that I get to is the Breaking Bad chemistry. Oh, of course. <laughs> the wire chemistry. <laughs> yeah, the wire. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, I have a question for you guys. I mean, it might sound a little bit silly, but I feel like it's a good question. There's no silly question. Yeah, I know, but it depends on how you think. Go ahead. Okay, so when we look up, we see the sky. So we know that we have space. That's that yeah. Earth is in, the, in space, right? Yeah. So can you consider sea or the oceans as a space of their own? Ooh. That's very nice, actually. I think yeah, so, because yes. I believe that there's a whole. Let's. I want. Yeah, maybe I the term universe is so big for, but, but I, be, I believe that there's a whole universe actually, inside the sea. Actually, oh, has no floating in, <laughs> floating <laughs> floating in fantasy. In, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, I actually don't believe in this because when I saw, like, I used to always hear about the Mariana Trench, but when I saw a documentary on the Mariana Trench, I knew that the, like, the ocean there's is some, a whole other world. It's a whole other world, yeah, because we see a lot of fantasies regarding it. Yeah, you were going to say something of that? Uh, yes, I mean, one of the things is that uh, there, I think this is a quote or a saying or I read it on an article. It's basically like whatever we discover on Earth happens as well in space. In space, okay. There is like this quote, uh, yeah. as above, so below. So below. Yeah. Ah, you know that quote, yeah, as above, so below, yeah. Actually, have you guys seen about uh, some kind of fire under the water a few months ago? Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, I think it was uh, uh, I think it was an oil spill and then somehow it ignited and like it was the, the action the ocean was actually on fire. Does Loki cool? Like actually <laughs> so, so, I mean it's Loki cool and, uh, technically so, cool. Yeah. so SpongeBob was right when he lit a fire under the water. Yeah. SpongeBob is always, <laughs> always right, my friend. <laughs> I mean the thing is that So what happened? After the oil spill, started I, lighting them. I didn't really follow up, but there was actually like ships. No, it was the Wait, one of the... Wait, were we in video? Shouldn't you guys supposed to know uh, what happens, oil spill? Oh, Maybe it happened before have... they were in video. Uh, <laughs> this was like months ago. No, but the funny thing about the image was that it was like there's... The ocean is on fire. But then you see this tiny boat with <laughs> like spray water. Yeah, it's the most water. No, wait, when you say like the ocean is on fire, or was the, there was no, fire like the, on the, the surface? surface? On the surface, yeah. Oh, on the, yeah, on the, the surface, surface yeah. Yeah, not, not the whole ocean, can't they? I thought, like, I thought it was just in the deep, yeah. No, no, this was like on the surface. Oh, on the surface, it happens object. all the time. There was maybe an object that was on fire. So, Spartan might be wrong. Ocean. I mean, up to now, he might be. But uh, hopefully, sometime soon, they will be right. He'll be proven right. What? SpongeBob. Oh. Lighting fire in the water. <laughs> because the, the thing is, whenever I see these movies, for example, Aquaman, have you watched the movie? Mm, it's a comic. Yeah, this comic. Yeah. So basically, there's a whole, I want to say maybe planets underwater, That's regions, true. cities, countries. So there's. Like what we see, like how we live, like we are, we are in Oman, mm -hmm. the UAE, there's other countries, so even on, under the water. You know, I, I, kind of, I kind of think, yes, there might be some uh, civilization that existed. Yeah. And uh, like we have progressed so far, uh, so far that we, can, we cannot actually know that uh, there were civilizations in those places. Uh, there are some there are some things I usually hear about At, uh, uh, Atlantis. Atlantis, yeah. yeah. yeah Atlantis, like it's some sort of a, it was like some sort so of a sea. It was like the Atlantis is an actual city, like in Dubai. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. oh, the real Atlantis. is the name from that city. Oh, you oh, need some okay. history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was like a whole civilization and. And, and they were the most yeah, sophisticated. Yeah. But at some point, I come to think about uh, because you know that there are some there are sometimes that uh, the angels, like people, would do would do things uh, to the point that uh, for Allah to punish them, the ground uh, like flip. they are they are covered uh, through flood. with mountains and what uh, sometimes it's floods. Mm -hmm. So I think the end of those civilizations. 
just like uh, which city Petra in Jordan? I think Petra. yeah, Petra, Petra, yes. Petra yeah. And uh, another city is uh, Ubar in Salala. If you've heard of Ubar, yeah, yeah, like it's the city that was uh, that is covered. Okay. So I think even for those civilizations to end, it might have been the same type of concept. I'm not so sure. I mean, I might be wrong. But I do believe I'd like to speculate. Like a whole other world under. I think you guys should really watch this Mariana Strange documentary, and you'll know what I'm saying. Because it is like a whole other world. Even yeah, the creatures can, we never knew existed. Yeah, because we know maybe one percent of what's under us. Exactly. Yeah, yeah there, there was one. There was one quote uh, about about. Uh, it was about going to space. Yeah, like people are really looking forward to going to space, but we don't know even twenty percent of what's under. We don't know yeah, anything. Exactly. One interesting we... thing is also the <laughs> Arctic's. Architects. Architects. <laughs> what's, no. what's Antarctica? You know? Ah, Antarctica. Oh, I thought you said architect. Architects. architects. Yeah. That's why I was surprised. Why did you guys say architects? And because I heard, I heard it's like I heard the architects. architects. No, that's I had so dis- disoriented word from yeah. the whole topic. <laughs> no, because Antarctica. I thought maybe you wanted to, to give something like a, big, <laughs> no. a metaphor, maybe. Yeah, me too. Antarctica. Like Antarctica, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if the ice melted? What's beneath Antarctica? Oh, that's water. a good question. Yeah. That's a good thing. Is it water? Yes, I mean, is it just ice? ice? Isn't there a land? I mean, actually, I I don't know. I read many articles that they actually. This is one of the things that they used to prove that continents are moving. Where they found yeah, when palm it's trees, tectonics. Yeah, tectonics. yeah. When they found like uh, like certain type of trees in the. In different regions. Yeah, in yeah. the in Antarctica, for example, where it's impossible for them to grow, mm-hmm. so there could be also land there. Uh, I read many minerals, oil, or uh, maybe it was a part of a continent. Then yeah, the because at first uh, I think Raniel could walk us through this. Like at first, yeah. uh, before the tectonic, uh, what yeah, do you call it? What because the yeah, it caused yeah. them to move separate ways. Yeah, yeah but at first uh, it was like one land, right? One Gondwana land? Is that, is that what they called it? You call what? Gondwana land? No, it was uh, Pangea. <laughs> it was originally one huge continent and called Pangea. One sea, right? No, just one huge continent. Like uh, just one yeah, huge continent. Yeah, one ocean. Place. And then yeah. after that, it split into Gondwana and all these others. Ah, so until now. Okay. So we still remember them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I just uh, learned the last two years. Yeah, you learned them last year, but we still remember from. Okay. Yeah, I, I really learned them. It's just over and over. That's what happened, actually. Even us. So, uh, like, there are some scientists who went there in the Antarctica to study the behavior of the ice and the land over there, and they came up with one research, and uh, based on the study that they did, is that the temperature. Of Antarctica shows I don't know how many million years ago or I don't know thousands of years ago it was actually four times uh, four degrees warmer than it is yeah. now at Antarctica and uh, this is uh, this is something I got from uh, there's a guy who is called Dan Peña if you want to check him out yeah, yeah so <laughs> yeah so he, he said about it and the first thing that uh, that he that like the first question that popped up uh, after being told by those scientists that uh, the Earth was four degrees warmer, he asked, like, they're not about climate change. And they all busted laughing. And <laughs> unfortunately, I don't have the answer to this thing. I mean, with with the global warming happening now, of course the Earth is warmer. That's a fact. Yeah, but what if it's a cycle? Yeah, it's, that's cycle. the question. Like, because uh, we're going through a cycle or is this something... That Earth is experiencing Actually, for the think, first time. I think I read this. I'm not sure if this is in the Quran mm. or Sunnah, but like the Earth will eventually go back to how it originally was. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I do think maybe it is a cycle. Yeah, that's what. Because yeah, uh, from them they said like after every after every ice age, uh, it gets it gets that warm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. Well done. Even, that was fun. Even there's some I don't know. There's uh, something that I remember that even we discussed about it. That humans started fighting with rocks, then with bows and arrows, 
then guns, then they're going to return with only rocks. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> because even, okay, since I'm a gamer, so there's a game called Death Stranding. So basically they believe that there's, I don't know what to call it, the extinction matter. So basically it's, there's one creation every, let's say, every time. Let's consider like our life is only at one time. Like there were pre previous lives before us. So in every time, there's one element of extinction. This will have, it's like the judgment day. Mm -hmm. So the judgment is like, the, um, we'll all die and then we're going to be reincarnated, mm -hmm. go there being judged. So there's, at the same time, while this is all happening, a new life is being formed here. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's like a reset button. Okay, the previous creatures, okay, they will be judged, they'll be judged, they'll go to heaven, hell, etc., etc. And new creatures, new civilization, new world, new universe will be created once again for new for new creatures to live on. It's like a cycle. Actually, now were you guys speaking about space? Did you guys see the I don't know if you watch the news or not, but the guy who owns Virgil Airlines. Yeah. That he started now this whole like uh, like tourism thing, taking them to space and then coming back. Like, what's the use of that? I mean, if you're rich enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's like, many uh, benefits when you escape gravity. Yeah. You know, you Which means your possibilities know. are. Or maybe you just have too much money and want to spend it. Yeah. Fortunately. Like, so, uh, yeah. I remember when Elon Musk was talking about the difference between uh, going to the orbit and. Uh, uh, going to orbit and what was the other terminology he used? And he was differentiating the goal of SpaceX and the goal of Blue Origin. And uh, Jeff Bezos kind of summarized and he said like uh, those two things are the same. But uh, Elon Musk was like, uh, they are not the same because uh, when you talk about uh, when you talk about going to the orbit, it's a different terminology from uh, I forgot. Maybe it will pop up. Yes. Yeah, it will pop up sometime. But I got your thing, yeah, what you're trying to say. So imagine your life uh, without gravity. What would that be? I mean, so technically... Trippy as hell. Like as like trippy? Yeah. Well, well, we, we, very we, basic but, things. If you see, but, for example, those who work in the International Space Station, how they brush their teeth, how they wash their faces. They struggle with they it. Struggle. Yes, exactly. But the other things is that when they come back down to Earth, they are actually taller because they escape gravity. Ah, yeah. Who said that? That's actually Yeah, that's what happened because when you go there, yeah. your height increases. If you go to the moon, actually. Yeah. I'm, I'm right, right? I don't know. Because I remember I heard this. Because I read the it. Gravity, the gravity actually pulled down more. So, like... Even um, you're lighter there. Yeah. Of course, you're light. Uh, even your height will increase. Wow. Because your body will become much more flexible. Okay. Uh, for me, what I what the the only factor that I knew, like when people go beyond Earth, is that uh, the bone density tends to decrease by yeah. one point two five percent every year. So, like your bone percentage keeps uh, declining. So, like my weight will keep on decreasing and my height getting. But the bone density, yeah. not the weight. The bone. Yeah, exactly. The bone density. And you basically age slower slower so yeah time goes less same with what happened with the movie interstellar yeah so even if you are living for example in a building and you are in the third floor and your brother is in the first floor <laughs> your, your brother who is in the first floor is actually sensing time faster than, than you. you are on the third floor yeah yeah, I didn't know this as a fact, and yeah, I have to look it what? up. It's really interesting. It's interesting. Actually, because, it's interesting no, because, because gravity is slightly yeah. stronger. And one thing is, theoretically speaking, that means that your head is younger than your legs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see where you're getting. Eh? I see where you're getting. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no, one thing about legs would be younger. Nah. Uh, one thing about gravity is that uh, first of all, like. On the surface of the Earth, that's where like the gravity is perfect. But the higher you go, the gravity decreases, and the lower you go, it also decreases. That's according to, to mm. physics. Yeah. So one of the definitions of gravity is basically imagine you have a piece of 
cloth, but it's tightened from the sides. From the sides, okay. And you have, for example, a tennis ball, right, and a ping pong ball on on the other hand. So the tennis ball is earth, and you put it on that cloth. On the cloth. Right? The cloth would go down a bit. Yeah. So the piece of cloth is actually the fabric of space of time, and the ping pong ball would be the moon, and it would rotate around it around because the, cloth. the hole that the tennis ball made in the in the cloth is actually more than it bent what? the cloth more yeah than the, than ping, the pong. ping pong ball yeah okay. so basically yeah the higher the mass the more you are able to bend that fabric down but one of the things that i struggle to understand with this that we know that for every action there is a reaction yeah so okay. if earth for example is pushing the fabric of space and time down then what is the reaction of mm. that because uh, uh for the for the action and reaction forces it's that uh if they would all act on one body like let's say i put a bottle of water on a table so the the bottle of water is acting on the table right so that's the action but what's the reaction? It's the table acting on the bottle of water. Right. Yeah, because in this case, uh, I, I also had uh, problems understanding this issue, is that uh, if it's equal and opposite, then why, do, don't, why don't the forces cancel each other? Yeah. yeah. But sure. basically, they don't cancel each other because they, they act on different objects. So I think... Uh, the earth is uh, is uh, giving an action force and uh, in this case the mystery remains what produces the reaction yeah, force to balance. Yeah, this really made me think, yeah, out of yeah. all of this, this really made Not me Not only think. that, maybe maybe time will tell, maybe the reaction, because I think reactions depend on time, isn't it? I think uh, what you're trying, uh, I was thinking of that a bit, but not in the sense, in the sense that uh, since in space you count the four dimensions, I'm not sure if it's relevant to be honest, but you consider the dimension of space and time, and maybe that's what's being reacted upon. But I'm not really sure how to put it in words a bit clearly and how, if it would even work in the first. It could place. be related to dark matter, maybe. Maybe oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's it's how we started the podcast, yeah. dark matter, yeah. and now uh, yeah, it's kind of making sense. Yeah, and maybe the beginning is the ending, and the ending is the beginning. Yeah, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. It's yeah. a cycle, actually. Life it's, is a cycle. Life is a cycle, yeah. You know, there's actually a cool thing. So there's the Big Bang, which is where the universe started, and then there's the expansion started at that point. Yeah. But then the, you reach a certain point. Of course, this is all like according to my memory of... <laughs> Whatever I heard from the Degress Tyson, I'm just going to be copying that. Or actually, it's quite similar to it. So, he was talking about a space rip, no, the big rip, which is basically the universe keeps on expanding. And, of course, when it expands, stuff gets farther away from each other until it reaches the atomic level, where it reaches the atoms themselves. And... A Planck length, which is basically the it's what makes up matter in the first place, and once it reaches that point and it expands, nobody knows what will happen. I think in Lawrence Krauss's book, uh, he he kind of touched about the Higgs boson. He's like, uh, despite the expansion of the universe, one thing is that uh, all the expansion is within the uh, if it's the frequency of the yeah like the boson frequency if I'm not mistaken but uh, what happens if it will get to a point where that uh, like uh, more like more energy will have been uh, absorbed, absorbed together yeah yeah and uh, just like what Abdulaziz is saying like what is going to what is going to happen many okay. questions <clears throat> time is there yeah <laughs> That's what they say time will tell. Yeah. yeah. It's slow, yeah. but it will tell. It's not a, maybe it's, it's slow, slow with us. Yeah. We are pretty much Yeah. Yes. You, you, the, the way you just said that, you <laughs> quoted Abdul Aziz. <laughs> Subhanallah. Okay. 
just before we end this, one question for you, Stan, or maybe even for Mukhtar and Uncle Aziz. Who's oh, the yes. bigger boss, space or time? Uh, definitely, it has to be space. Space. Oh, Are you sure? Without. Ah, wait, wait. Time. The same time. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, I would go with space in this case. I'd go because with space too. the the closer you get to a black hole, time has no power, so exactly. it's broken down. Yeah. That's what. I, that was. If you chose time, I would have told you this thing. He's talking like a real professor. Yeah, <laughs> because he is. Yeah, he is. Actually, the uh, professor is just so? a title. Yeah, you got that part of me wrong. What part exactly? Can you elaborate? Yeah. Uh, that title, I, uh, I haven't gotten there. No, you don't need you it. You don't need the title. You You're a naturalist. Uh, no, 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 no. You're an intelligente. Yeah, I, I like to I like to engage in such type of conversations. Like most of the time, you would find me trying to engage with Mahtar. Uh, like during his free time, I'd be like, "Yeah, Yo, he's trying to relax, and you're over here talking about the deepest conversations." No, because we like those. Yeah, we like, like them. These are the conversations that keep yeah. us alive. So fun. There, there can be there can be some some cool stuff that you you could watch and actually learn. Like, yeah, it depends on what case you choose. Of, uh, Interstellar. It's a movie. It's a fiction, but you kind of get the message. It might not be very accurate, but you kind of get the message between, uh, like the, the relation between. Yeah, exactly. Time dilation. Eventually, it depends on your choice. Which, what type of person yeah. do you want to be? Like there was mm-hmm. one documentary I, I kind of looked up. It was regarding dark matter, and. It was only a six-minute documentary. It's the shortest documentary I've ever seen. Wow. Because uh, he, he was like straightforward. Like, we don't have much to explain about dark matter. Yeah, like, that's why they summed it all up in six minutes. Okay. Uh, so, should we wrap this up? Yeah. Take us home, Rania. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much. This has by far, I feel, been our most interesting and our most interactive episode ever thank you to our guests so much and thank you to our audience at home for listening and always engaging with us we'll see you all on the next episode inshallah goodbye have a good night Uh